0: You guys want to see my dick
1: nobody wants to see your dick dude 20 bucks we already paid you 20 what am i saying
0: hey everybody welcome to the underrated podcast this is the podcast where we discuss the films that we feel are underrated underappreciated or those have just slipped under the radar and passed most people by this show is a collaboration of friends, and together we are the Undercast Company. Um, let's introduce us all. My name is Ariel, and I'm joined by...
2: My... Uh, oh, uh, bro. Bro. And, and <laughs> Alan. <laughs> hey, all right,
0: guys. It's me, Alan. That's good. And Fred.
3: Hey. hey, what's going on? I'm Fred. Uh, nice to meet everybody.
0: Anna Derek. Hey, everybody. And today we are going to be talking about The Nice Guys, a 2016 neo-noir action comedy film from Shane Black, who also wrote it, with um, Anthony Agarose, um, starring Russell Crowe, Ryan Gosling, Keith David, and Kim Basinger. Um, this movie demonstrates some out of the ordinary and it, but incredible comedic performances from Crow and especially Gosling. Uh, this is the this is one of the many LA-based movies that Gosling has been in. And while this has a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 7.4 on IMDb, this move this movie for the most part does not get the recognition as gosling's other films and but similar recognition as other um chain black movies such as iron man 3 um, for me this movie definitely should be recognized a lot more and should have opened up um a lot more opportunities for gosling and crow especially in a comedic performance like this um, so what do you guys think
3: uh who wants to go first Whatever, well, it dies, man. Who's down? Yeah, I'll, I'll
4: go. I'll go because, um, I think it's no secret that I have a big old man crush on Ryan Gosling. Um, so mm. I was obviously down for this movie, like I saw it in theaters when it first came out. Um, one was one of the few people who saw it in theaters because this movie did not do well, uh, financially, which is one of the reasons why we're talking about it here on this podcast. It, um, it did not make a lot of money. It came out around, I think, the same week as uh, Captain America 3. And um, neighbors too. So it kind of there was there was a big budget movie, and there was also another comedy movie that it was competing There's with.
0: Captain America three is essentially a uh, Avengers movie. Captain America yeah. Civil War yeah yeah.
4: So it had a lot of comp- stiff competition, but I I fucking love this movie. Um, like I think both leads, uh, everyone in this movie is incredible. There's a lot of great performances. You know, from like even the smaller like or like smaller parts, like Keith David and stuff is always great to see. But both Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling I don't I feel like there's nobody else that could have played these parts like they're tailor made for this kind of like they're not quite idiots but they're kind of just like um, they kind of like stumble into a lot of things like a lot of things have to go right for them they kind of get really lucky in a lot of these spots it's really quick-witted and just kind of like you know I like that like it, the aesthetic of the 70s really works for this cuz Ryan Gosling plays this like kind of detective who's down on his luck and Russell Crowe's down on his luck and they're just kind of like in this kind of like grungy world where it doesn't feel like the old, old, like, you know, film noir movies, but it's not modern either. It's just kind of this weird middle ground and that works for it. And I like that, you know, like I was saying that things, they're not the best detectives. They're just kind of like these quote unquote, nice guys, even though they're not actually that nice. They're kind of like the worst people when you first meet them. Um, but, like, when Ryan Gosling, just things keep happening, like, he falls off the roof and, like, he <laughs> falls in the water and he fa- they happen to find the body because he's drunk and he stumbles over. And, like, they're, like, the girl they're looking for just jumps on the hood of their car. Like, he's just like, I think I'm invincible. That's the only explanation. But, yeah, especially Gosling, I think, really kills it in this movie because, like, he is such a versatile act. He can, like, his performance in this and his performance in something like Drive or Blade Runner 2049 or even something else that is, you know largely comedic um like you know I nothing's coming to mind at the moment but you know or you, like something like Lars and the real girl one. yeah <laughs> the classic <laughs> comedy Gangster squad what <laughs> would be some kind of gangster squad yeah <laughs> but, and la uh,
1: but like he 20s la
4: <laughs> he uh he gives this like really like kind of over the top like kind of like he's just like this kind of just like he gets all these like high pitched roles it, like we like will squeal and just like like where's the closet bro? That his arm is like no no like I I fucking love it and it feels so different than like Ari was saying he hasn't branched down to too many comedies and I, I really think that like he really zeroed in on a different type of character because he is such a versatile actor and I loved his performance in Russell Crowe and everyone else in this movie um but I mean, that's just the performances there's a lot of other really great stuff but that's what I really love about it and I do think it is a really good script for Shane from Shane black, who I think for me can be kind of hit or miss. I think that the thing with Shane black for me is when he's um, doing a series that already exists, he has, it doesn't usually work for me. Something like iron man three or predator uh, predators, whatever the new one is um, the predator, I guess Uh, it doesn't always work. But when he did like the original predator or this like movies that are the kind of own thing and he has a lot more freedom to just kind of like make zany jokes and he doesn't have to worry about like the higher-ups um like fitting having something fit into this world or fit into a certain style he he's able to write some really brilliant stuff but um i could talk more about later but let me hear what you guys have to think
0: um so i want to go go off of that before we branch off to other things of of the performances on this and and like i said in the um and the intro just the departure from their the characters that they normally play for for gosling and, and crow just especially for gosling i feel like even in in another comedy movie that he was in crazy stupid love he was pretty much the straight man and didn't get to branch out into too much comedy in that that's what i was trying so, to think of by the way <laughs> yeah 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 but um but yeah i going go I think for me, and there was a moment where it was pretty much like straight out of it um, that him and Crow kind of like filled into this, this kind of like Abbott Costello kind of uh, of characters um, where, you know, uh, Ryan Gosling is Costello and he kind of embodies that in, in when he finds the, the dead um, porn um, director at the at the bottom by like losing his voice like that's straight out of a Abbott Costello kind of um, movie and, and like kind of crow being that a little bit he's still like comedic but he's a little bit more of the straight man also um, but yeah I mean this movie just is is it is such a good movie and like just this I think for me and I and I did actually kind of like experience this um, when I went to watch it. Uh, that might have deterred it is that it literally opens with you know a naked woman and so and then the whole story is kind of like centered around this like um, realm of of you know uh, the industry of pornography so i think people like you know the kind of like more conservative kind of like people didn't really care for it especially like with the first scene basically being that you know the kid First off, a kid finding a, um, searching for a Playboy, and then. Oh, that then going was probably
2: out. them when they were younger, anyways. Huh? huh. Yeah, that was probably them when they were that age, anyways. At that time, they were alive for it.
0: Um, but okay, and um, but basically, yeah. I mean, like for for me, it's 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 such it's always it's been one of uh movies that I've always enjoyed watching and. And I really, really hope that that especially from Gosling that we get to see and he does more of these kind of um um roles because he just like excels in him like he excels in everything. But I mean, just these kind of roles uh, that's outside of, of especially like, you know, like a, a heartthrob, like, you know, like a La La Land or crazy, stupid love again of of him, like being in some form of a relationship. It's just kind of sucks. Well, the notebook that, of like, course. The notebook exactly and it kind of sucks that like like the the, he is you know he's in all these good movies like where he isn't that like for this and for blade runner um where it's kind of outside of his realm of of romantic movie and they're they're the ones that kind of like they're they're always critically acclaimed but they kind of get overshadowed um not as as recognized as as they should so yeah so that's where i I am with that Mm
2: -hmm. yeah i was i was gonna say with um with this yeah i think that uh, especially with the competition that it had and and really being kind of a standalone film the studio i felt that they took a lot of risks with this movie and even though it didn't really pay off financially it still is a very Critical hit, and it just works really well. It's good to see a movie like this kind of take more risks, especially with delving into that field. It involves a lot of world building and a lot of chemistry for something like this to work. And those are risks that you don't really get to see being made in a lot of movies, or I'm, a lot of movies of this scale, and they're competing with bigger movies. So that's that's my. I think that's why I think it's. Earn the reputation that it has because it, while it is a critical hit, it is still kind of an out there movie for that reason.
0: I mean, it, it really captures, like, you know, like that 70s or, or the 60s, like it was, no, the 70s, 70s, it was 70s, yeah. 70s, yeah. 70s yes, yeah. 1977. And, you know the 70s feel and like going back to like a movie like starsky and Hut, or you know like the classics of like Star starsky and hutch and a bit of shaft and and those kind of like you know like um detective movies like it, it captures like that kind of genre very really well
4: yeah it does, it's a good representation of 70s like buddy cop
3: movies for sure mm.
0: fred
1: oh, i
3: thought you were gonna go on um, uh, two, two. Yeah, I'll go, that's fine uh, I think the movie was cool uh, I didn't have high expectations when I went in uh, not because of the actors or anything I just you know, I never heard the mo- about the movie before so it's the first time uh, I watched it and I went in it was a good movie it cracks me up in certain spots and other spots I, it kind of pulled me in I think it, it had a solid story uh, I think it, it worked for what it was in the time You because know, they, they show you the elements I mean if you're already knowledgeable somewhat of it I would I would guess that maybe older people would understand it a little more or people that I kind of like. So being in the cars and stuff like that, you did hear about the gas crisis and a lot of the other issues. So when you see that in the movie, you're already aware of what's going on and when the time is, you know, uh, at the time, uh, the whole oh, Detroit's never going to go and all this stuff. As a car guy, you know that at that time, muscle cars were a huge thing. But when the gas crisis came, that's when Japanese cars came into play. So when you hear little things like that, those little jokes, uh, not jokes, but so more like a little bit of commentary on it, you kind of get it. Cause you go, Oh yeah. Well yeah. Japanese cars did take over the little four cylinders, three cylinder engines, cars that came from Japan were the ones that everybody was driving. That's how come people drive Toyotas now and Hondas and all that other stuff instead of still like Ford and Chevy. I mean, yes you do. But at the time, that's how they got to come into our market mm-hmm. and because of those things. So you kind of see it and it kind of puts you in perspective of the time frame. Uh, you know, the the story, is, the story is pretty cool, you know, uh, environmental stuff. So it all meshes together, it all works together, you know, the smog and all that stuff. Uh, they put it in an exciting place. The actors do a good job, but it's expected. They're good actors, you know. When you hear their names, you expect they're going to give you good performances, as they always do, you know. They never miss, so it, it's, it's, it was good. The humor with Ryan Gosling, it's, it's something that I expect from him. He's a funny guy. I've seen some of his uh, some of the stuff he does and, and you can see his sense of humor come out and even in the more serious movies he still every once in a while it's a little smile or it's a little th- stuff that he does that you kind of you kind of get a little bit of a hint of you know hey he can be funnier than than what he than what he does cuz I think he does the roles well so he won't be funnier than the role needs to be he he you know he does them well um but overall I think it was a good movie you know I I don't know how well it did at the time I know you guys are saying that you know it didn't, but it seems, was it, was seems it? Like, oh, it seems sorry, like a... what
1: was it going against?
3: It was Civil uh, War and what?
1: Civil War, Civil War, and then just
3: that. Na- I mean... And
4: then Neighbors Two actually beat it pretty badly at the box office too.
3: Oh yeah, yeah Neighbors, Neighbors Two too,
1: probably just you know worldwide made billions <laughs> of dollars. You know that's unfortunate mm-hmm. for Civil War and nice guys, yeah. but
3: well, no, yeah, I mean that, that's the problem Like, you know going against those movies. I know Neighbors a lot of people like, like uh, Zac Efron and stuff like that. That's the thing, you know, that's another heartthrob and let's be real, you know, you're going up against civil war already. They're already taking a bunch of the viewership, you know? And then if you've got people that uh, there's, there's diehard people for, for Zac Efron. So I could see mm-hmm. why, you know, as, as much as Ryan Gosling also has diehard people, there's also a lot of fans that, that go for the other side, you know, cause he's another heartthrob. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, so like, I can... like,
0: and like, Neighbors 2 also, like in the in the realm of like go, going, you know, comedy against a comedy, like Neighbors 2 is probably more clearly like understood as yeah, a comedy. Yeah, right? it's I, a lot more
2: comfortable. So. Yeah, Seth Rogen's back at Front Time.
3: Because I'll be honest, you know, I, the movie has humor, but if you were to tell me this was more of a serious movie, I could have taken your word on it. Mm-hmm. Where it was like a more serious movie with some, some comedic elements. But yeah, not <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, no, no, no worries. No, but I was going to say, like, you know, you could you could have easily told me, hey, this isn't a, a comedic movie. This is a this is a serious movie with some funny elements to it, you know, that move the story along. And I would have believed you either way. Or you could tell me it's a comedy and I'll go along with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, the story mm-hmm. itself was a good story. It had good action. Uh, you know, Russell Crowe was, you really believed him as a serious guy while you really believed... Uh, Goslin as a more funnier guy to his counterpart. But at the same time, mm-hmm. they still did the roles very serious compared to when it's like a full, full comedy. Even the straight guy, you can kind of tell is a, like a comedian. Yeah, it wasn't
4: yeah. it wasn't a parody like Starsky and Hutch, you know, yeah. like, like um where they're both kind of like doing ridiculous things. Like they're they exactly. it's it's funny, but it's not you know a farce mm-hmm. or
3: anything like that. Yeah, no, it's very grounded in reality. And yeah, that's no, when saying, I like,
0: said when I said mm-hmm. like Starsky and Hutch, I was thinking like the actual show, not the yeah, I know yeah, the yeah, movie yeah. Movie no,
3: no, no like I, I, yeah, yeah, I I, I I got I kind of understood that one because the, the movie's movie was really very
4: much a. a farce of that
3: show you know um whereas this is more kind of just like a take on it yeah 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 no that's
2: a good comedy but also a good cop 70s movie yeah
3: it's it's it's, it's, like i said it's just because it's it's, they're so based in reality kind of Mm. where they don't go to an extreme to they're funny for they're not just funny for funny sakes but they're funny because they are funny but they do take the the parts where they make you feel like he's a scumbag or things like that like very serious Mm-hmm. So it, it like I said, the movie works. It's a good movie, uh, but I could see if if you were gonna go see a comedy, why maybe if *Neighbors 2 is out there, you'd be like, "Oh, well, I know for sure that's a comedy." Mm-hmm. And you might look at Ryan Gosling and be like, "Oh, maybe this is gonna be a serious role." Yeah, I but,
0: mean, uh, I mean, like going back to like the actual story of just like um, like the whole case itself, kind of like it just gets it 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 does it like a really good way of like getting more deeper and more deeper the way the down the rabbit hole of the mystery like you know at first it's it's at the level of like oh this is about a porn film and then it goes like oh no it's about this whole conspiracy of of GM and Detroit you know motor yeah, companies government. and and like the smog and all this corruption and and stuff and then you know and then like you know government cover up and and yeah, and then it's like you know, it's it's set behind the backdrop of of this kind of like you know buddy cop, mo- comedy slash you know action movie, and and with some pretty like you know well written characters, especially like Ryan Gosling, like he, he he his character keeps on getting more deeper and deeper and deeper, and and then like also like the I want to give like a, a recognition to to the Ryan Gos- the girl that played Ryan Gosling's daughter, because that that is just like it was a really good take on on the on you know another element of like you know the buddy cop of like the you know the woman detective or you know kind of um who like is the third person to this the, to this um to these two guys and it's stuff and it comes like it doesn't come in the in the form of like you know another detective or another um Cop it comes in the form of you know this girl who just like happens to because because she was raised by Ryan Gosling kind of picked up on this and kind of knows how to to solve the mystery herself and and yeah I I, I felt like that you know another character that was pretty well done. the only
3: thing I ever understood with her that that it was one of the things was was it she was that way because he was a shitty father or was she that way just because she's that smart. <laughs> Oh, both. Yeah, both. Both. A little
4: column a, a, little column B.
3: Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, what do you think, Alan? Uh-huh. Well, it's Alan,
1: a comedy, guys. Me. Yeah, so I was about to say, Alan, tell please. us how much you hate comedies
2: again.
1: I'm I'm sad, sad to say that I actually love this movie. I oh, really, shit.
3: really loved it.
2: It Duke was fucking we awesome.
4: finally man. found a comedy Alan would like. It, 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 I it, think it this was, is like the it, third that's that's.
3: Like, well, you know, you know, yeah. I I gotta say it's because I don't think it's a typical comedy. That's why. Yeah, yeah I, for
1: me, I, I like yes. films that have like a comedic element. I don't like like you know, I, I, like the box office smash Neighbors too. You know, but I know <laughs> with that kind of thing, I, I fucking hate that. So I immediately was like, I'm not gonna go watch that. But Nice Guys, I was interested in because you know it's a neo-noir just like i I liked you know i always like ryan gosling and he was in drive so i was really excited for that you know that that one that movie itself is a neo-noir you know q kavinsky's night call and everything but um yeah his performance stole the show for me i absolutely loved him i didn't know he had like these kinds of comedic chops like i said like in drive he's just so serious and like stoic and quiet and like in this movie he's just so funny and loud and like he has like Honestly, he has the best lines. Like this movie was completely mm. catered for him. My, again, my favorite line is, uh, "He's like, you know who else is following orders? Hitler." And that shit had me dying. I was like, <laughs> wow, that's and, awesome. then,
0: and then he picks it up at the end by like, like. I it, I sugar. it. yeah! And then
1: like, but the way that, that was so great." I <laughs> When he falls asleep at the wheel, and then you get that Hannibal <laughs> Burst, yeah. Uh cameo. That was <laughs> oh, awesome.
0: Yeah, I had to look it up because I, I was like, "That voice sounds so familiar." Then I looked it and up. Then he pulls and it back Hannibal. when they're in there yeah. Then he pulls it Hannibal back when they're getting Burst. the film, yeah. where
3: he's like, "Pull out that." Mm-hmm. Let that gun that's on your, on your uh, ankle. <laughs> oh, Wait, my did God. I dream
1: uh, that? Yeah, that, that was yeah. so relatable, too, because I was like, there have been times where you, I dream and I'm like, I thought <laughs> I had this. Did, I thought <laughs> I had 20 bucks. And then I dreamt <laughs> it and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, he was just great. Russell Crowe was fantastic. Um, I, I kind of really liked that, like, Russell Crowe had this, like, mystery to him because, like, he wasn't drinking for the most, most of the film. And he was kind of, like, I was expecting him to, to be like, oh, you know, I, I drink and drove or, like, I was drunk on the, you know, when I was on the beat or something. And they're like, no, he just didn't want to drink, like, on the job. And then at the end of it, where they solved the case, he's like, all right, now I'm, I'm a drinker. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, that's... I was expecting this whole, like, backstory, and they're like, no, dude, cool. You know
3: what? I, I think it's a whole straight man part of him that he, yeah, was, he probably, didn't want yeah. to steal anybody's money. He didn't want to do anybody's stuff that he was just constantly trying to... Uh, he was he's constantly trying to do the right thing by everything and so i think that's the whole like that's just the character that he has where he's constantly like hey i'm not gonna drink when he's like oh and that's why we double charge him and then he makes a face of like it's wrong to, to do all this stuff so that's why i'm I'm always like uh you know i kind of like that part
4: yeah and it's like it's a you know big parallel with him you know being sober on uh on the wagon or whatever and then ryan gosling mm-hmm. just being a drunk the entire movie yeah. yeah up until the last scene where you're like oh it's a shane black movie christmas okay i was waiting for this
1: yeah, yeah. no i mean like it was just, it was awesome and then i, I you know what i can kind of see this movie existing in the same universe as like boogie nights as well where it has that kind of like cause it's it's behind this like porn la backdrop i mean obviously <laughs> and stuff so i can totally see like the characters running into <laughs> each other at some point you're like mark i was War- like
0: where's mark Wahlberg coming in like what are you doing here
1: <laughs> he's like what are you guys doing here and he's just like i'm trying to look for i'm amelia and i'm trying to find you let me know whatever <laughs> that, that whole drunken stupor scene was great when he when he jumped my when he jumps into the mermaid pool <laughs> and he's just like in his boxers and the and the cast i was like dude just amazing like it was I, great i a love the story
3: a yeah <laughs> mind you if you would have got it that one thing that that, that that as realistic as it is if you would have jumped into a tank like that with a cast on the cast would have been done and he would have had to get a new one
0: yeah, especially back then like
3: they didn't have yeah. like the the plastic.
0: I'll be I'll be honest. My pretty no, Not had even, not even, not the even back
3: then. I I got I broke my arm back uh in two th- 2000-ish. The far off year of 2000. Right? I think well, something like that. Somewhere around there 2099. Weird. Anyways, even even Mount then when I had place. a cast on, they still <laughs> told you like you can't get that wet cuz once you do that plaster inside it just it just breaks apart and then it's gone.
4: My brother had a waterproof mm-hmm. cast in like the 90s though, so I mean, I don't know when they had that
1: technology. Uh,
3: I don't know, but I I'll tell you this, they didn't give me a waterproof cast. They told me <laughs> don't get the shit wet cuz then it's gone. You got to put like a plastic trash
1: bag over Yeah, I had a, shower, a plastic and, plastic and, like, trash it, bag it in when oh, I showered. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you got to duct tape a, a bag around my arm. Hmm. So, I mean
4: But, yeah, I, I really liked and I like what Fred what you were saying about how it does bring in like real world stuff like, you know, about all this stuff about like, you know, the how the cars and the pollution are like causing all these problems and you know mm-hmm. eventually they did kind of go to like cleaner japanese cars but like there's like oh yeah these still problems still exist because ryan gosling has that line oh, no, was no, like, no. We're gonna i'm gonna all tell have- you
3: this they didn't go to cleaner japanese cars uh they just went to japanese cars because they ran with less gas you know have to yeah, yeah. Much.
4: but yeah it's like how we're gonna have electric cars in two years and it's like oh shit we barely are starting to get that now yeah. and it's like you know 30 40 years later you know whatever um mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. you're kind of. It's kind of like I like comedies where it's it does make you think about real world things, but it's not beating you over the head with it. It's just kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, it's there, and um if you notice it, then you will think about it. But it's not going to be like it doesn't feel like it's politicizing you and making you like talking down to you or anything. It's just
1: Richard something Nixon. in the movie. Oh my <laughs> god, Nixon. the Richard Nixon scene was great. That was <laughs> awesome. But uh, no, uh, yeah, no. Nixon I agree with being that an I omen of death. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, too, in, like, that 70s show, I remember the very first episode, they mentioned the whole gas crisis as well, and, like, mm-hmm. Bob's, like, giving Red, like, shit, because he's like, you got a Toyota Red? He's like, why would you do this? And he's like, hey, man, gas crisis, what, what do you got to do? So, I, I like that That it was just kind of like you guys said. It was just kind of a small, well, it was a big detail, but it was kind of, like, not the main point of the whole thing.
3: Mm-hmm. I think I think, of, it, I think it I think just kind of sets up what what year and what time frame they're at and things like that.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. and and even though they win in the end, they're, you're like, okay, well, they didn't really accomplish anything. Like this, they brought down, you know, one person, but she's like, yeah, Detroit's gonna have somebody else. There's gonna still be, you know, like they don't take down the gas industry like they thought they were gonna like with that whole film and everything. Like nothing yeah. really changed.
3: Uh, well, it's kind of well, cause, cynical. Cause like, well, because the whole thing, the whole thing they were going after was that they were flubbing on the catalytic converters uh, because that's right. supposed to cut down on your smog. But what they were doing is saying one thing and doing another thing, like flubbing the numbers and saying that it's better for the environment when it wasn't. And so that's why the girl went to fight for it. it the gas crisis was just something that was going on at the time. But it was yeah. it, it had nothing to do with what they were fighting for. They what they were fighting for was the pollution. And yeah. then they Birds. got Yeah, and the thing is that just like anything, even to today, a few years was it a couple of years ago, a Volkswagen had a, a Volkswagen, thing that yeah. I
1: was about to say they had this uh,
3: they had a thing that so catalytic converters and things like that will hurt your horsepower on your vehicle. And so what Volkswagen was doing, anytime your car got plugged into an uh, to do a smog test, it would know. Like, it would know it got plugged in for a smog test. So what it would do is dumb itself down, pass emissions, and as soon as it got unplugged, it would unleash all its horsepower, which means it was polluting more. But Volkswagen got away with it for the longest time because nobody knew that that's what was going on until somebody somewhere tested something, you know, as, as it always happens. Somebody thinks of something it, and goes, hey, wait a minute, this thing is doing this. And then they figured out that Volkswagen was cheating emissions by giving you basically the car that you want with X amount of horsepower and X amount of speed and you feel great in it. But as soon as they plug it in, it just, it'll just it just kind of shut itself down a little bit just to pass. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's illegal because you're supposed to be able to pass emissions at any point in time. Like, like you're supposed to be within the standard always as it's driving regular, not... But it's one of those things that even to today you still see.
4: Yeah, and and like you know the in the end of the movie they're like oh not enough evidence of collusion and
3: yeah. you know
1: yeah. I love that too. I really really like that too. That that because Brian Gosling's character he kind of foreshadowed it earlier on in the movie as well because he's like you know what detective work really fucking is. He's like you drive around like an asshole for two days and the only difference is that the sun sets twice. And then at the end mm-hmm. of the movie that's kind of what. Um, happens that they're like, yeah, they solved the case, and they they went through all this bullshit, mm-hmm. and like the bad guy. Not that the bad guys won't, got away with it, but it's like how Kim Basinger's character said, she's like, Detroit's coming nonetheless. Like it's still gonna happen, mm-hmm. and like you know, uh, Russell Crowe's character like, you're right, dude. You, you 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 hit the nail on the head. But he's like, hey, fuck you, You know, at least we solved the case, yeah. and they got a win at, at the end of the day. Yeah, some, someone someone at, so at least
3: someone's getting punished for something that yeah. happened. Mm-hmm. So but, yeah, very
4: was... very bittersweet ending, which is my favorite kind of ending. Very yeah, much I, of I, it. I really
0: like, you know, yeah, it's it's Chinatown. Well, I mean,
3: I like the ending. I like the ending more than anything because at the end they have hope because you see them both be like detectives together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah maybe they're like, maybe we didn't completely solve this case. We solved it. You know, we solved it, but we only got an outcome. But he goes, but well, look, now together we can get better outcomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they, they form
4: that nice guys agency. Yeah, because
3: uh-huh. that's like when his hand, when his hand, uh-huh. the ink on his hand. Uh, like the ink on his hand when it rubs off and it says like, you'll never be happy. And then it says, you know, you'll be happy. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, yeah, that.
4: It, it's a very character driven movie, you know, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. more than it's more of, like, there is a lot of plot going on, but it's, it's not really that essential. Like the, the plot of this movie could be completely different and it, it's not like inception or something where you like, like the plot really, really drives the movie. It's like, the, um, it is, you know, like you're watching these two, really broken people kind of, like, learn to be better people. And, like, you know, kind of Gosling kind of learns not to hate himself. And Russell Crowe kind of learns to, like, not murder people, I guess is his character development. Um, yeah, yeah, you
1: know, I guess he's <laughs> like, I want to be a nice guy.
4: Yeah. Hey. So I, they
1: kind of, you know, both
4: kind of learn how hey, to be better people throughout this movie. But, yeah, I, I, I really fucking liked it.
1: The only thing is uh, my only – I kind of wish – well, maybe they were seeming to set up for a sequel because it seems like it was very open. with the yeah, nice guys. Agency, I was going to say that. I, I really, I'm not going to lie. I'm so mad that you know it didn't do like financially well because I was like, God damn it, I want another one. Oh, you know what? I no, more. I
3: okay. I see where you were going. No, I would be the opposite. I think the movie is good. Sometimes with these kinds of movies, because it's the humor and the stuff, when you try to go for a second time, it doesn't. You want it, but it doesn't always hit well the second time because it's going to be this. They tend to be the same kind of humor, the same kind of stuff. You've already seen it once. I mean, the buddy cop thing, you try to push it too many times. So, I don't know. I mean, it, it can be tough.
1: There's multiple ways they can go into the 80s since it was like 1977, 78. So maybe they can do like an 80s type of like Miami Vice kind of thing. But obviously, it's probably not going to happen. But yeah. also to Matt Bomer, like I really like Matt Bomer. He's a great actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I and wanted that, more that...
0: of him. Yeah, and that character in itself is kind of like a departure from Matt Boomer. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. he's always played kind of like a care, carefree kind of guy. I know I haven't seen there's a show that like the mini series, like anthology show, like um the Sinner. I know he was in that was kind of like dramatic, but I mean, he kind of like took on uh still he was still kind of like the pretty face in a way where she's kind of like um. Except for Doom Doom Patrol. He's kinda like a playoff of I was
1: about to say Doom Doom Patrol. <laughs> Doom he's Patrol, amazing yeah. in Doom Patrol. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but just to see him as kinda like this, you know, this kind of like badass like hitman kind of like was a departure for him as well. Um and yeah, it would be it would have been an, it I think but then I think like to see more of him would kind of take away his like mystery because that's like what the whole thing was about about him is that he just came out of nowhere. He's kind of like a, you know, uh, well, essentially a hitman, just kind of like in and out kind of situation. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess didn't... maybe, I guess because I got spoiled from with him from Doom Patrol, I was just like, no, I want more. I want more of him. He's <laughs> so great because like his <laughs> art in White Doom Color? Patrol is amazing. Have you
0: ever White watched Color? White
1: Collar? No, I haven't seen
0: it. Uh, watch White Collar. Is TNT, we know I- drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? No, no, no it's USA.
3: I was gonna say I agree with you, like like the way he came in. Oh, characters welcome. Okay. Like, oh well no, I was gonna say when you see him come in, the, the uh the way that you don't see him, but you see that what he does as people are bleeding out and dying. Oh yeah. And like flying out the window, I think that that was really good. That really sets him up as like this most badass assassin that you and then when the first time you see him with a daughter kinda walking in, that that really like almost makes you feel like, oh shit. The stakes are really high with this yeah. guy not so only I, that I but think, i think first first it works for him like,
2: the first time you're aware of him you don't actually even see him because they go to the
3: yeah that's, that's what i'm saying that oh. when he's in the hotel just cutting people's necks all you see is every or oh, the aftermath but you don't really yeah. see him so it really makes you think like oh shit and that's what i'm saying like i don't know i don't know if knowing too much of him would would make make him like water his character down because he he seems like such a like a prof- like professional professional assassin Mm-hmm. to the point that because that's that, that's what you see you just see a guy like rather right a hotel just holding his neck cuz he's just bleeding out and then when you see them pop out that straight razor walking towards the girls you're like oh someone's going to start bleeding out their neck right now like he's going to chop up necks yeah. so i mean yeah i, I think i think i th- i think the way they did it it all worked out like mm-hmm. perfectly like it's it's well choreographed even even their action scenes are are well done to where they don't push they push yeah, the envelope enough that
0: outrageous they're like they're pretty yeah they're not outrageous
1: Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. but they still have that like good comedic kind of balance Mm -hmm. as well well yeah when brian goss is just eating shit all over the place and he falls off the 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 convention building Mm -hmm. and into the pool like that
3: was that was all great Well, just just alone with a scene with the assassin they go up the elevator they open it up they're gonna be badass and the
1: guy
3: guy throws out and then they just hit the button and they start coming down and then the guy comes out the window Mm -hmm. that alone like they're not they're they're not doing too much, but that alone, the way their look on their faces, the way they act, the way they go back in, that's where you get the comedic sense that they don't have to be over the top, like, waka waka, ha ha ha, no, you yeah, know, it's it, just it was, their actions are what's funny. And that's subtle, what I yeah. was saying, yeah. like,
0: mm-hmm. it, it, it is kind of like an Abbott Costello kind of like comedy because it's just, it's this subtle comedy that is is just very much like based on the actors themselves like reactions like you know their their faces like you're saying and and things like that that um is what the comedy is based on and just these it's just the subtlety of the comedy that is you know like nowadays some comedies are just yeah they get pretty much over the top and it is a refreshing thing to like once in a while see this comedy that's just a subtlety you know yeah,
1: yeah, I totally agree.
0: Any closing remarks? Um, will we recommend this? I do.
3: Uh, I recommend it. I think it's a good movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
4: I definitely gotta recommend this one. Um, this is a you know very like Sergio. I think you got a good pick here because this is a very under the radar, really funny movie that has some drama and it has some heart, and um, it's just a great character driven movie.
2: This was my pick?
0: This was your pick.
4: Was your yeah. I, Ariel, did you pick this and just tell it was Sergio's so pick? <laughs> I <laughs> no, thought it was your pick.
0: This has been his pick. He just always, he was never like sure if it was like a, it fit our criteria. Wait, was I, our I, criteria. I was just
2: watching my but, Ryan Gosling Los Angeles movies.
0: But recently, <laughs> Watch Mojo did say that, like, they, they claimed that oh. this was an underrated movie so i was like see
3: what Uh but who this cares this? about watch mojo we i see, the role see, here see. yeah we know, make- i
4: wrote i wrote top 10 ryan gosling movies this was on the i literally wrote that list
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah. we we make, we make our own rules here watch mojo Watchmojo doesn't doesn't make our criteria we do
0: yeah um but yeah so definitely watch this give this a watch if you haven't yet i mean you know it's available critics-
1: on it's Hulu, on HBO. HBO it's it's HBO on HBO. Max, it's on HBO. Yeah, yeah HBO because Max. I try to watch it on, on
3: Hulu and I try to watch okay. it on Amazon and it's there, but they tell you, you got to watch it on HBO. So I ripped that shit. I watched it yeah. illegally as everybody else should. Don't pay for it. I don't pay. I mean, I rented it illegally and what? I watched it like everybody should. I mean, support, yada, yada. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 100% okay. recommend it. It's, it's It's a great flick. You'll love it.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, the critics say it just kind of got overshadowed by you know the box office that it was going against as well as you know yeah.
3: just Civil War a great movie uh should have won <laughs> Academy Awards. I do love Civil War.
1: Neighbors two yeah great shitty movie S- neighbors Killed two me. uh
3: best movie ever have you seen it though? Have you seen it? Fuck no yeah, neighbor, neighbor's it like, one is okay. Don't knock it don't knock it till you try it. Uh you know, whatever solid. I hate it watch already. As soon no as, nice as I saw guys. the trailer I was like fuck that. Yeah. Watch La La Land yeah, it, it, Watch it, Drive yes. watch Gangster Squad. Touch- Hey, um, I try to watch La La Land. Awesome I tried I'm trying to think. La La Just watch Drive. No, watch Drive. do listen to convince I, I still haven't watched
0: Drive. Crazy Stupid Love is in L.A. too, right?
3: Hmm? Crazy. Stupid Where's love Lars is and the Real Girl?
0: I, I don't know about what? that. I think that's mi- like mid. I think that's mid America. Yeah, Midwest. Or mm-hmm. no, not Crazy Lars and the Real girl. girl.
4: Um, the one where he's a basketball coach on heroin. That's probably in
3: L.A. Isn't there a movie oh, that he did like an Asian movie or something that? No, no, oh no. That's
4: God. that's a, that's that's in New York or upstate New York.
3: <laughs> hey, did not Ryan Gosling do some Asian uh, style movie like Keanu Reeves he, did? He,
0: he directed oh, that God one. Is, it's, uh, they, is
3: yeah, that what it's called? Yeah, Ryan Gosling, not the one with Keanu. He,
0: he, he directed that one. Who? I think. Direct- he, no, it was Nicholas. No, it was
4: it was Nicholas Red uh, Redfin. The same. Yeah, it was the maker of Drive. Drive.
1: Uh, yeah. Director yeah. of Drive as yeah.
3: well. Okay. The uh, reason the why Only
1: God Forgives didn't do well is because not enough Kavinsky. That was a problem. Is that is that is yeah. that uh, the
3: Ryan Gosling movie?
1: Yeah. It's, it's oh, because I'll about. tell
3: you why it didn't do good, because it was fucking weird, but I mean, yeah. yeah
1: I, I think I watched you know, it. on. Uh, I think
3: it was on Netflix when I saw it or something like that.
1: Yeah, so Ryan Gosling, L.A. Trilogy, Neonar Trilogy, Drive... Oh, Quads nice Quad guys. And, uh, and it wasn't, no, he on, and
3: wasn't, he, wasn't Ryan Gosling on? Remember the Titans? Or am I thinking wrong? <laughs> yeah,
1: you got it. Remember? The no, Titans. bro. He was in Goosebumps. What no, no, no. But about? that's what
3: I was gonna say. That the that's, funny, that's the funny. That's that's when he acted the funniest. <laughs> no, no, no. It was Are you
4: afraid of the dark? Not Goosebumps. No, Nicholas Winding
3: mm-hmm. Refn did that. This Whatever. Was in Death Stranding. No, no. I'm gonna say if you guys remember <laughs> uh, if you guys remember uh, Ryan Gosling being in Remember the Titans, he's funny in that, and that's whenever I. Yeah. Whenever oh. I see him act funny, like even this movie, I remember him in that movie. So that's why I always always go, oh, yeah, he's funny. Because he just watch Remember the Titans. But it it was perfect. Time. The screen time he did have. I mean, he's just funny. Yeah. And he always does that smile, and he does it in that movie. So I'm always like, oh, he's it's the Remember Titans, Ryan mm-hmm. Gosling. And then whenever he's no. trying <laughs> to act like a heartthrob, I'm like, oh, it's uh, The Notebook, Ryan Gosling.
1: No, no. Go, go back. Go further back if you want to see... His like prime prime acting. Go
3: watch Goosebumps. So was he It's Already Afraid of the Dark? Mickey
4: Mouse Club. it's Already Afraid of the Dark. He,
3: he was in the, the Mickey Mouse the... Club. Dog, he's just go way back. Was... Like that's not yeah, even the yeah. start. Yeah, yeah, we, we did, did the, the dance. That was his first gig. Wait,
4: you guys are missing it. It's it's young Hercules. Where plays a young. He plays the young version of Kevin. Yeah, he plays Hercules.
3: I used to watch that all the time. Remember when Hercules was shit?
2: Gained like 30, 40 pounds for the Lovely Bones, and then that went to Mark Wahlberg instead. <laughs> I don't and he remember just that. You
1: gained weight for no reason. Yeah, about
2: that. You drank uh, liquid ice cream. Uh-oh.
3: That's, That's gross, the... but all no. right. I was just oh, ate regular ice cream. ice cream. I was just no, ate not, ice not cream.
2: I'm not going to be in a Lovely Bones movie adaptation.
3: I was going anyway. to say they lose the cream of was... because I got fucking like on weight and lose weight like nobody's business. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> anyway. So we have yourself a Ryan Gosling marathon and start start with this Gangster Squad. squad.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then go Gangster watch squad. Remember the Titans Don't because that one's a good movie. Gangster Squad.
0: Gangster Squad is okay, but it's not good. It's right. it's I've right. never
1: seen that it's movie. Whatever. It's okay.
0: okay.
1: Yeah. Look at the poster.
3: Yeah, the it's poster's very- enough. Go watch the yeah. nice guys and then go watch the other guys and then compare and contrast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they both have situations where you should have aimed for the bushes. Butch- Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, the Big Short.
4: See the Big Short. That's a fucking good movie. Oh, Butch
2: Cassidy.
0: Just have a Gosling marathon and, and Oh, and just watch happy. them all. Yeah. Just Not watch exactly. all
4: of Ryan Gosling movies. Just go yeah. down the list of the top ten. Watch most Ryan Gosling movies.
2: Moonlight.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. Moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> thanks for listening everybody hit that subscribe button on your podcasting app and to make sure that you're always notified when the new episode of this show comes out and continue to hear us babble and please if you're willing give us a rating and a review it really helps and lets us know what else you'd like us to talk about on here um, once again, we're the Undercast Company. And also, if you're looking for conventions, not so much right now, but I did post about uh, DC Fandom um, things. Uh, check out our nerdy content on Nerd Incorporated pages uh, on social media. And if you're looking for some Marvel discussion, please check out um, and our other podcasts, Binny Stones and Dragon Bones. Um Antip- anticipate an episode coming out pretty soon where we discuss the final season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh,
4: that shit's out.
0: Oh, it is out? Right? I edited oh. it like in a
4: day. I just threw that shit up, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Right. You can listen well, to, to it right now. now. Yeah, it's right now. We, Me and Derek talked about um, the last season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and a few more um, Marvel news. Um, we also have a couple new podcasts that have come out in the past month. Um, that just launched we have You've Never Seen which is which we discuss um, pop culture or cinematically known movies that at least one of us have never seen as well as Gateway episodes in which Derek introduces someone to a show with a single episode and asks the question of whether they will walk through the gateway metaphorical gateway and with that we'll be back soon with another underrated podcast uh, underrated film, and so stay tuned and thanks for being amazing. I'll see you,
4: you guys so in another again. life. Goodbye.
2: Hey. FX has the movie. <laughs> 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 um, shit. shit.
1: They
0: know. They know drama. <laughs> no, but definitely you should see White Collar. I love White Collar. Oh That's man, weird. I'm not gonna I lie. I'm Matt not gonna
2: watch Biller. that show. I'm sorry.
0: No, Alan, because Alan wants to see I... more Matt Bomer.
1: Just want to see him naked.